You're with Ayanda Ali Payne. Well, it's a very good afternoon to you. You're listening to Life Happens here on SAFM, leading the conversation. Thank you so much for joining us. Always a pleasure to be in your company. Coming up on the show today, as always, we troll through social media platforms to keep you informed and bring you up to speed with some of the trending topics that you may have missed. That's in our In Case You Missed It feature. Um, And then we focus on this. It was an anonymous person who said, and I quote, be so busy improving yourself that you have no time to criticize others. And that's exactly what we're going to do in our Lifeonomics segment today. We're calling it Climbing the Corporate Ladder 101, how to get to the top. Speaking of self-improvement and self-development and getting to the top, the two, I suppose, go hand in hand with uh, self-love, don't they? Um, I think so. I definitely think so. But uh, don't take it from me. We'll be joined by a life coach, Simone Naidu, uh, who's going to give us our Monday motivation about how to love ourselves and I know a lot of men when we talk about self-love they always think oh that's just such a, a female topic we're just going to zone out and not be interested in this but hey if you shave at all if you cut your hair at all if you put on deodorant in any way shape or form if you brush your teeth which means there's an element of self-care there what does it mean how do you improve upon it and how do you become the best version of yourself you might want to stick around for that conversation don't roll your eyes at me young man uh, then uh, we focus on our family dynamics features quite a sad topic um today but it's something that we can't ignore at all dealing with the loss of a loved one you know be they uh, an old person or a young person or even an infant it's very very difficult to to go through a loss what for family support structures need to be in place do we need any sort of trauma counseling how do we deal with grief so we've uh, all been there i believe and um from what i've seen so far you know men and women deal with death differently sometimes you know especially when it comes to cultural norms women if if our partner has passed on and we have the mourning process and they support what's the equivalent for men you know how do you go through the loss of a partner in particular so how do we support one another details on that a little bit later on in the show all of it happening right here on the family edition of life happens tweet at sfm radio and at ayanda ali p all right, now let's uh, take a look at what's trending in case you missed it. If you're anything like me, you pull back on media consumption over the holidays, right? This is when I ignore newspapers, I ignore social media as much as I possibly can. And television, I just like try and breathe and uh, regroup and just recenter myself. But I know many other people, because they have a lot more time, that's when they're more active on social media platforms. And so uh, let's check out what's been trending. Uh, we're joined by Senior Public Relations Specialist at Disejo Media, also a friend of the show. Always a pleasure to have you with us. Hello, sis. Hi, thank you for having me. Shame. How is the flu? Flu earring mongwane. It's tough. It's tough. It's it's been like a week already, and I'm just like I'm so over it. It's almost two weeks. Do you know it's one of those that have to do with your lifestyle as well? So if you overexert yourself a lot, the flu will linger. I know. And force you to rest. And it's so hard to rest. Yeah, it's we shall very overcome. Difficult. We shall. We shall, we shall overcome. I'm standing strong. Look, someone <clears> else <throat> has been standing strong on Twitter. Minister Stella Ndabeni Abrahams gave me a good laugh as I looked through a series of tweets that she posted. I think it was yesterday. So the story yes. is she was looking for one of her colleagues, Didomboweni. And she went on Twitter and said, someone please tell Didomboweni that I'm looking for him. I hope he's not uh, sleeping. Right? Yeah. I hope he's not 
not still sleeping. That was in the in the, the early hours of the morning. Not so early. It was about nine o'clock in the morning. Uh, Black Diamond responded to say, Didombo, when he never sleeps, he's like Helen Zilla. Don't worry. Uzo Vela in three, <laughs> two, one. <coughs> Somebody else says, uh, um, don't you guys have a ministerial WhatsApp group? She responds, Gail Minister, to say, for what? Does that mean we must not use our available communication platforms because of WhatsApp group? Do you believe it's unministerial? Uh, Tendo communicates with the minister on Twitter to say, in communication science class, Dr. Maleo taught us that uh, there are channels of communication you may use depending on the type of people you're communicating with. Um, and basically saying Twitter is not that platform. Others are saying, hi, minister, Anina WhatsApp group, Ule cabinet. Then Minister Benny Abrahams responds and says, what if he camps here on Twitter more than WhatsApp? <laughs> hey, Mchanam, this is my best platform to find him. So this exchange happens. Others, of course, say he's in Stellenbosch, finalizing the Maria Ramos ESCOM unbundling uh, service level agreement with manuals. Uh, Palesa says, hi, there's no chill in our country. Ministers also looking for each other on Twitter. She then says, I don't understand what the problem is. She says, um... Uh, Tweeps, you can't want to monopolize Twitter for yourselves Mm. only. It's an open communication platform that is very fast and has more reach in a split second. You make it sound like I convened a cabinet meeting on Twitter. We embrace digital inclusivity. I was in stitches. I thought it was hilarious. I was in stitches. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. But it was a nice light moment, I yeah. think, for the country. And for her to just be like, no, man, I can use this space. Why should it only be for you guys? Mm. We also want in. And I, I don't think it's a terrible thing. I mean, I think that we are definitely moving into very different times. And these are where politicians and people in office get to actually interact with mm-hmm. our people, right? It's it's where they are um, as close as they can be. And that's where most of us are as well. So I think it's not bad for us to get to interact with them on such a light note. And I like that she even responded, right, and had a conversation as opposed to just being one-sided and saying, where is he? And then that's it, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the interaction is important. I think sometimes we do take things a bit too seriously, and there's a lot of serious things that we're dealing with as well. But I think it's nice that... Else, yeah, I, we saw a more playful side of yes. her. I must be honest. You know, my knee-jerk reaction was how you're going to look for your colleague on Twitter. On Twitter, yeah. You know, surely you have his number or his partner's number, whatever the case may be. But then when I saw, you're quite right, the interaction, I laughed. You know, uh, Monde said, have you checked Moria? Obviously, Mm. because there's the pilgrimage that so many people go to. And then others are saying, is he not in Kigali? You know, others are saying he must be having Mopane worms. I think it was uh, uh, Kandel saying, he must be having Mopane worms, wherever he is. Others are saying, please just give Maria Ramos and Trevor uh, a call. Definitely you'll get a hold of so very tongue-in-cheek there. Yes. But the moral of the story is that it worked because Umfumene in the end, uh, the final tweet on this was, thank you, Tweeps. When he called, I knew I could count on you. Mm. I wonder, <laughs> I mean, you saying she had his number and I'm sure she did. I wonder if that was not the intention to mm. show the lighter side of her so that we do get to know another side of her, which was, I think was pretty cool. Yeah. So well done to her. I thought it worked out well in the end I as think well. kudos. Yeah, kudos to her. Yeah. Not so much kudos to um, men behaving bad and I put it in a very light term because mm. there's some uh, travesties that are committed at the hands of those who are supposed to be looking after us. Um, the hashtag men are trash. It's trending once again, especially here in South Africa. Why, pray tell? 
It's back, it's back, it's back. Um, so last night there was a big debate, the, 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 the episode, and they were discussing uh, men are trash. Mm. And I mean, again, it's such a sensitive topic. And when you look at the exchanges that we've had from there, it is, again, a thing of do we really have to say men are trash? Is there no other way? And this is not um helping us move forward and all sorts of things and you'll find that i mean it's been a while since we've had the men are trash um mm-hmm. sort of hashtag going on and i i was just looking at the stats and only to find that from 2015 <clears throat> to 2016 and until now the stats have actually gone up by 53% Mm. of um, women who experience sexual offenses. So you do look at the type of conversations that we're having and whether at the end of the day we have to look at, so the reason why Men Are Trash started was to make people aware of the sort of injustices that are going on in society and femicide and gender-based violence, which are the highest, you know, especially in our our country and all over the world. And the biggest victims are women and children. And the biggest perpetrators, sadly, are men, right? And so that's been the, the, the biggest thing. And as much as it's come to the fore, you found some men who've said, actually, you women are right it's not just about how well i was raised as one man so i can't say because i don't do these things to women um i'm exempt and uh doctor i think it was dr atling uh on on um um, the the TV show who said when you're walking on the street I can't tell that you are not dangerous and mm-hmm. that's why you represent men as a whole and therefore that's what becomes tricky when we say then no but it's not all men and so on and so forth but I do think we have to we have to get to another place where we're coming up with solutions more than just uh, labeling. Yeah. yeah. But also something that's quite important because a lot of men are coming out and women, by the way, mm-hmm. saying, hey, I'm not trash. And uh, the women saying my partner's not trash, etc. And I can't remember who um, said this particular comment, but it, it, it resonated with me saying, you know, when we say men are trash, we're not speaking about individuals here. Yes. It's a statement that's similar to, 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 to saying there is white privilege and white privilege exists, you know, whether or not you're a rich white South African or a poor white South African, whether or not you're racist or, you know, perhaps you're just an incredible human being, but you happen yeah. to be white, it does not dissolve the fact that white privilege exists. And um, the, the term men are trash is to exist in that context as well, to say this is a, a blanket statement mm-hmm. that is not supposed to say, except there are one or two uh, uh, men who are good. It just says as a, as a thing, as an ideology, mm-hmm. this exists. Shomla Dandala had an interesting, uh, yes. you know, question to ask, which I thought is is quite important he says and i quote honest question answer before thinking please when we say men are trash what is the race of the man in your mind as you say this hashtag very important there very, very, very important. important because it comes to race relations as well and i and i have a sneaking suspicion that majority of people would think black yes automatically which is also in and of itself problematic now lady chirwa says uh, men are trash is a response to rape child neglect femicide uh, gender-based violence, IPV, slut-shaming, cat-calling, wage inequality, etc. What and who exactly is, quote, not all men responding to? Racism, colorism, what is the agenda and for what struggles? So this is a conversation that I think will continue. Yeah. It may die down in a day or two, but it will definitely make a resurgence in no time. These are issues that we're facing in our
our country. Every day. Every day. Every single day. Every day. We're going to take a break and when we come back, we'll focus on why Casta Semenya, Adele and Family Day are also trending. Life Happens with Ayanda Ali Payne. Weekdays, 1 to 3 p.m. Hello again. Let's continue our conversation. Just quickly trolling through social media platforms to see uh, what's been trending. Just in case you missed it, uh, we continue having this chat with Senior Public Relations Specialist at Edisheko Media. Also a friend of the show here at Life Happens on SAFM. We're with Sibonisile Ngobanispo. Let's quickly talk about Casta Semenya and why Casta is back in the headlines. Ugh, doesn't it just anger you how much she's just always... Um, on the receiving end of terrible, terrible. I mean, the the things that people just say sometimes um, make me question. Very hurtful. Uh, it, it's very, very hurtful. But this time, um, it's coming from a marathon world record holder, uh, Paula Radcliffe. You you may know she's also a runner mm-hmm. who was asked about um, <clears throat> Casta and the fact that she gets to compete in women's sports, which is not shocking because she herself is a woman. Mm-hmm. But um, according to Paula Radcliffe, that um, if, if this continues, it would be the death of women's sport. And she feels that it's unfair because... Um, people like her have more sort of, she calls them, they can compete better because of the their testosterone levels and so on and so forth. And people um, actually came out in Custer's defense saying the conversation is all wrong because she's speaking about trans women and Custer is not trans. Um, and it's still a huge conversation because there's quite a lot of people backing her as well saying that Unless um, people like Custer and herself agree to take down their testosterone levels, um, which is, I think, inhumane, then they should not perform and they should not run. Do you know, I used to grapple with this issue because of a number of reasons. Mm. So Custer does have an advantage, Mm. right? She clearly does have an advantage. We all agree. Mm. The question is, is it an unfair advantage, right? Mm. And that for me would then speak to whether or not she herself has taken something to give her um, this added advantage. Did she take extra uh, medication that would increase her testosterone? Has she done anything over and above what's required of the law for her to have this advantage? And the answer is no. So she's born. That's where I actually, because at first I must be honest, I looked and said, it is a bit of an advantage, mm. you know, should should things not all be equal, mm. right? Mm. But when when I looked and said, but this advantage that Casta has is, is something that she was born with naturally. So that doesn't make it unfair necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. And then you say, if you look at great athletes in the world, think at Usain Bolt, you know, Michael Phelps, who swims, etc., etc. They all have an advantage of sorts. Yeah. It could be their height. Yeah. It could be the length of their feet. It could be, I don't know, the, the size of the um, the heart or, or maybe their lungs etc because you're able to take in more air yes. so every great athlete in one way or another average. exactly They're has an average. advantage yes. right so mm-hmm. are we then going to say oh no so and so is uh, the best at long jump and that is because his legs are abnormally long so let's do something to, to shorten their legs you know their legs, are we yeah. going to say so and so has got just um, the, the, the lung capacity is very large and that's why they can hold their breath longer underwater I don't know I'm just making an example yeah. And so let's do something to give them. So so if we're not going to do that with other athletes, why, why must, must we, we do, do it, it with Casta? Exactly. And someone was saying the same thing to her, that she's taller than most women, mm-hmm. right? On, on average, she's quite 
tall. She's quite a tall woman. So is that not an advantage? Yeah. And so on and so forth. And I mean, uh, medically, you you can test that that's an advantage, that this the way that someone is built and so on gives them a certain advantage. But then to then make them take medication, to take that away, something that they were born with, yeah. it's even crazy that that conversation yeah, is it's going insane. on. It's crazy. I mean, like, for example, my, I, I have I have boys, as you know, and one of them has just got incredible balance. Mm-hmm. For the first time when we traveled, we went overseas and we saw snow and we got on a snowboard. It was the first time he went on a snowboard, but this kid yeah. was able to stay on. The, the rest of us were falling like crazy people, you know? And and so do you now then say, oh no, he's got natural balance and this is something that was he was gifted with. It's unfair. Let's find yeah? a way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is something that we'll continue talking about till the cows come home. But, but you know, definitely, Casta, we are 100% behind you. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about Adele. It is so heartbreaking. She's going through a divorce. Yeah. And as you know, people during this time usually <laughs> come around whoever is aggrieved in the relationship one party or perhaps both parties to offer solace and comfort and support not in Adele's case no 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 in Adele's case people are excited um, and people are rejoicing and I mean I don't think they've thought much of it but mm. when um, when this was revealed majority of the comments was were just this next album is going to be fire and I'm so excited at how great the next album is going to be because we have been waiting for this type of... Yeah, because she's the queen of broken hearts. She is the queen of broken hearts. She's... But I mean, this is this is sad. It is sad. Yeah. Any relationship disintegrating is never something to celebrate in my books. You know, it's always heartbreaking. There's a baby. There's a child involved yeah, in this yeah, in yeah, this yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. There's history. There are memories. But um, everybody had known that for years, or Adele, when she's in a bad patch, you know, that's when she belts out the tunes. So yeah. a lot of people may have said it in jest, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. you know, without properly thinking through what they're saying. But it's a difficult time for her we of course wish her a great deal of peace and all those who are involved because it's not a nice thing i can tell you it really i I can't imagine that it is and as as an amazing artist as she is i i wish there was a way because as an artist myself that you could come up with brilliant music without having to go through right the, the tough stuff you know because she makes amazing music but it's not nice that they come from such heartbreaking situations right. I think that's a little okay, sad okay that's sad let's try and that's wrap it up on a happy sad. note by <laughs> celebrating family uh, and making sure to that unit stays intact of course it is that which um, advises the fabric of our society mm. family dynamics are very important it is family day today uh, that's also something that's uh, trending yes that's trending but I, I've been quite uh disappointed at the sort of participation from South Africans. It seems like everybody's too much on the men are trash Mm. um, sort of hashtag. But I do think that we should look at this day and hopefully those who are at home can use it as a time to be together. There's quite a few families posting. Mm. Um, They're playing with their kids, a few dads there as well. But uh, just not enough interaction. And I think we could have more because it's an important day and yes men are trash and all these other things but if you do have a loving father and a loving mother at home or you've got sisters or whatever celebrate that today Um, if you're not there give them a call I I think I should give my grandmother a call actually and just like use it as a time to bring those closer you know those you love love. I love it I love it and take an opportunity to say thank you yes because we seldom say thank you thank you so much for raising me thank you for loving me thank you for shaping me thank you for being my hero and with that listen Listen to Gladys Knight with 
My hero. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming to this ball.